Welcome to Girl Why Podcast. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Terry. And this week, guys, we have a really special treat for you. We have Kelly Rich, who is an intuitive psychic medium, and she's also host of her own podcast, Own Your Intuition. So firstly, we want to welcome you to the show, Kelly. We're super excited to have you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. Absolutely. So I reached out to Kelly a few weeks ago because personally, myself, I have always been super interested in the psychic world. And when I came across her page, which uh, her Instagram is Kelly Rich Intuitive, um, and I actually had a chance to look at her website and everything, I just knew that we had to have her on. So again, I'm excited to have you. We have a bunch of questions for you. So just be patient with us. (laughs) Yes, of course. To get started, can you tell us about yourself and your gifts? Sure. Um, my name is Kelly Rich, and you know I've I've struggled for a long while. Ever since I kind of came into this work and started to claim my gifts and really own my power, to come up with a way to describe what I do. And the easiest way that I have found currently is to just like merge all the things together, and and that's why you know you'll find intuitive psychic medium up on my social channels as well as my website because I don't limit myself to what can come in during a session where some people may be just focused on mediumship which is connecting with the other side in the spirit world Mm -hmm. and other people may be more focused on their gifts of their psychic abilities where they kind of pay more attention to past present future stuff and for me there isn't a it's a fine line of like what I do because through years of doing readings and working with people in the community, I, it's kind of like I do everything. I know that sounds maybe a little odd, but sometimes there's past life visions and sometimes I see the pathway of a client in front of them and the different routes that they can take because we all have free will. And sometimes past loved ones do come in, but I'm not the person to make any promises. Like I don't promise anything to anyone. I don't claim to know everything. It's more of, I trust that what comes in is what that person needs at that time. So for me to say that I'm going to connect with a loved one would be not just a disservice to that person, but a disservice to myself and the work that I do. Because as much as I'd like to say that this is all me and everything that happens in a session is me, It's not. I simply show up as a channel for the work to move through me. And, you know, I can let my ego get in the way all I want, but that only leads to blocks. We were going to ask you what it means to be an intuitive psychic medium, but I think you explained it very well as, as being a channel, like what comes to you. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly right. And there are a little bit like of tweaks of what an intuitive is and what a psychic is and what a medium is. But for me, it's like, it's just the easiest way to sum it all up. (laughs) (laughs) When did you know that you had a special gift? I would say my whole life, I always felt different. I always tried to fit in and it never really worked. And I used alcohol and drugs to, to numb my pain. And I feel like, the death of my father was an initiation to who I am and my potential. And then eventually, um, you know, the, the numbing had to stop 
and I was really put up against a dark night of the soul moment is what I call it, where it's like those moments sometimes people have where you just feel beaten and battered and on your knees of like, is this pain ever gonna stop? And I'd say that was about 11 years ago that's kind of started or 10-ish years ago. And my sensitivity started to really heighten. And to be honest, I was doing rolfing, which is um, extreme body work. It's actually really painful. But what happened for me, what happens for a lot of people that I've talked to that have had rolfing is that they start to process undigested emotions and experiences in their tissues, because that's what happens as, as humans, from my understanding, is we hold undigested emotions and experiences in our bodies if we don't clear them and process them. And the role thing started to bring up all this stuff from my past, from my traumatic childhood and all the, just the shit I had been through. Can I swear in here? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and um, then, I, and I smoked a lot of weed. Like I was high all the time and I was never not high. And if I was not high, I was trying to get high. And I had a, um, some kind of like candy from my friend. Um, she brought it from California. It was like a weed candy and I, it was crushed all on the end of the, like at the bottom of the bag. And I was like, Oh, I'll just, I'll just eat all this. Like no big deal. Just probably one candy. And it was way more than I probably should have. And that experience, I can't really explain it other than saying like, I felt like I was dying. And I wasn't someone that like was just smoking weed here and there. I was smoking every day. And from that moment on, I started to have panic attacks. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the role thing really opened something, something up in me. And my guides were like, are you going to ever live your truth? Are you ever going to like stop fucking around <laughs> and like get your shit together? And um, that was really the next initiation phase, I would say. And I started to work with people who helped me to understand language around what I was feeling so that I could understand why I was sensing someone's pain or why I knew someone had a tumor and so on. That's crazy. Now, um, do you find that this can be these gifts that you have, like honing in on the certain, like you just said, like honing in that someone could possibly have a, a tumor. Do you find that this can be scary sometimes where maybe you don't know how to, A, I would imagine communicate this with the person um, and two, just with yourself, just to get all this information, I, I would imagine it would create a level of stress as well to yourself. Yeah, definitely in the beginning, I was, I was a bit frightened and didn't know what to do with the information because I wasn't, I wasn't giving readings. So I didn't really have an outlet or a channel to let the information come through in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. So, um, when I started to work with a mentor and I started, you know, kind of put the sign up on my door, hello, I'm open. I started to create boundaries around, I'm available now. I am not available now. Please don't, I'm not available for this person's stuff. Please stop sending me information. I mean, I would be woken up in the middle of the night by uh, the next day clients, loved one trying to get my attention. And, you know, I got to the point where it was like, no, this is, I am doing this work to be of service. I need to be okay. Like I need to be healthy, happy. I need to have these boundaries. So I would say I'm not, I'm not scared anymore because mm -hmm. I know that I can, I don't know if I could ever stop doing this, but I know that there are, there are boundaries that I hold and they're respected. Interesting. What's so, the process, go ahead. Sorry. What's the process when someone comes to you needing help? 
do they know exactly what they need or like how does it start okay that's a really great question sometimes people have they don't know why they're there um and and i will often feel that and i will ask them why are you here to help them kind of be their own healer you know i'm not here to i'm not here to like heal you I'm not here to heal anyone i'm here to help open the door for people to do their work you know and Sometimes people come because they want to connect with the past loved one. Sometimes people connect and they want to have a session because they're trying to find their life's purpose. Mm -hmm. People have physical ailments and modern medicine has failed them over and over and over again. And they're looking for some type of answer. So there's no like clear cut answer to your question, but sometimes people know exactly why they're there and they'll write down questions which is actually what i advise people to do they hand write questions or topics that they want addressed in the session and i would say a majority of the time i channel their questions or their answers to their questions before they even open their mouths it's more of like energetically opening up the space and getting them to practice doing their work too rather than like like i'm not performing some, like, I've definitely had people come to me and be like, you know, just tell me things. Mm -hmm. Sure, I'll read, I'll read your aura and I'll tell you what I'm seeing, but like, that's not, that doesn't really interest me. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a magician, I'm not an actor, I'm not a performer. I'm, I'm there to, to support their soul. It, it's much more than just surface level. So don't come and people that come and ask you like, well, who died in my family? Who's still alive? How many brothers do I have? Like, yeah, I would tell them that I would refund them and <laughs> send them on their way. Yeah. No, really, like that's just not, that's just not what I want to do. Absolutely. So they, in order to come to you, they would have to have like an open heart themselves and actually believe in it. Like you don't want to be tested. I love that. I'm tested every client because everyone comes with the skeptic. It just yeah. matters of how much their skeptic is showing. You know, I've had um, one person who came and everything I said, she was like, no, 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 no. And I just said, you know, well, why are you here? <laughs> and, but compassionately, mm -hmm. like, not like, why are you here? But like, why are you here? You know, you don't, you don't have to be here. And I'm, you know, the, the thing about being tested, like, that's always gonna happen. But yeah. it's more of like, I do still get to choose who I work with. Has there ever been a time where someone wanted to connect and you, you just couldn't read them at all? They were just too blocked, would you say? Um, I don't know if that's ever happened. I would, that same woman I just told you about who said, no, no, no. I was still reading her. It was just for whatever reason, she couldn't maybe face what was being said or maybe it was too painful for her to to accept what was being said but she may or someone may argue that that was not reading her but i don't think i've ever sat with someone and not been able to get something right now i have a question when you do connect with people's loved ones for example can you kind of take us through that process in the sense of one, I don't even know, is it the same all the time? Meaning, is it just like how you and I are having a conversation right now? Or, you know what I mean? Cause obviously like I've watched lots of TV shows and I've always believed in psychic communities. I think it's amazing um, work that people are able to do. So I'm just curious, like 
what's your process like? And if it's even, it, I, maybe it's different every time. I feel like to answer this, I have to tell you how I, how I prepare for a session because it, it, this is kind of how I connect. That'd be great. So I, before I even connect, now it's all through Zoom. I used to have an, an office where local clients I would see in person, but no matter what, if it was in person or online, I would tune into the person that was coming energy. Mm -hmm. I would write their, whatever name they signed up with, I'd write down on my clipboard and I still have a clipboard every, every client, paper, pen, handwrite. <laughs> and I just write down what comes in. And sometimes I will initially feel a presence around them or that comes to me. It is not, it is usually not a conversation like we're having today. It's pretty rare for me to have that experience. It's more of they'll give me some type of information that the client that is coming will be able to recognize that it's them. Like sometimes I get very clear names like okay. Vanessa is here or Vanessa came in. And other times it's like, it's like, I can't quite get to the frequency. The best way I like for you to think about it is mm -hmm. when you're strolling through the radio mm -hmm. and you get to like maybe a part of the road where that particular radio station is fuzzy or it's kind of not connecting. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I tune in to the other side is think of it like a radio frequency. And sometimes people are super clear and sometimes people are super fuzzy where it's like, I can see their clothes or I can see their demeanor or they start to talk through me so that my voice starts to change to theirs in a way for that client to process. But it's different, you know, like, yeah, sometimes there's the clothes, but then other times it's the names or yeah, that wooden box that you have in your basement, they want you to go get it and put it up on some kind of altar to honor them. So it's interesting. It's all, it's all different. I yeah, think it's pretty it cool. Is and I kind of would imagine they would be different because everybody is different. So I would just imagine that how can every experience be the same? Um, right. I have another question for you. I like to think that I'm spiritual to a degree. So if someone wants to become like more spiritually connected, what would you suggest to them? Can I share something? You can share whatever you want. You, like about you? Of course. Okay. So you have people coming to you always asking you for advice. You personally? <laughs> about you. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was asking you. Yes, so always. That feels like I have goosebumps all down my spine. That feels like a pathway for you to realize that you are gifted. And what's interesting is the way that you're holding your hand, covering your, your throat, your throat chakra, because this energy center is sharing your voice, which is sharing your heart and sharing your truth. And when people come to you, they're not coming to you. Some people are coming to you for like, can you just tell me what I want to hear? And you're like, no, did you come to me for your, my real raw advice? And sometimes people, it's like they are kind of thrown back or they may get pissed off about it. But in reality, there's a part of them, their soul, that wants to know the truth. Right. And, you know, your question about becoming more spiritual or tuning in, at least that's how I heard it. Mm -hmm. You start flexing that muscle that you have. 
like just start flexing the muscle of sharing your truth. And when you share the truth, it's like, I don't know what is more spiritual than that because you're tuning into a different vibration than trying to be something that you're not. And when we're trying to be something we're not, it's like we're pushing the divine or God, whatever your language is, away from us. It's like we repel it. But to tune into that and for everyone listening, you know, taking time to, to get to know yourself, I would say is the best thing you could do. Like stop running from yourself. Stop running from where you're called to go. Stop, stop running. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to please everybody. Tune into you because you are the channel for the divine to move through you in a way that makes you unique. Love that. That's actually great advice. I love that. Um, Another question I had for you, horoscopes. Do you believe that horoscopes are very telling about a person or are you just, no? (laughs) I have the best questions. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I've wanted to have someone like you on forever like my whole life like I like I said I am so into this stuff um I truly do believe in it um I've had my own experiences with other mediums and things like that, so I truly believe so yeah I could talk to you all day probably <laughs> well I'm here for it so, and I'm so honored to to share this is so fun for me um the horoscope thing you know to be really honest sometimes I love them sometimes I hate them because I feel like it depends on the source I know some people, like there's a woman, Deborah Silverman, and I really trust her. She's super knowledgeable. Um, she kind of talks in a way where it's like, what did you just say? And I know that, like she talks about the planets and, and the degrees and why they're there and how that relates. And I feel like there is a science to astrology as a whole, but mm-hmm. sometimes the source of horoscopes can be like very general, where it's like, mm, this could happen any day of my life. Agreed. So, I guess the quickest way to answer that is like, yes and no. Totally fine. Tell us about, you have your upcoming online retreat, which is um, uncover, Uncovering the Healer Within. Tell us about that. What's that experience going to be like? Is this the first time you're doing it? Have you done it before? I want to know the details. Okay, so I have been doing in-person retreats yearly in the autumn, and they've been for women because of the close quarters and sharing rooms and whatnot. And a majority, like 99% of the people I work with are women or identify as a woman. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that I'll be doing it online in this way because of COVID. So that same weekend was an in-person retreat that I have shifted to online. And it's three full days of when I say uncovering the healer within, it's it's really about like empowering people to realize that they have the the potential to heal themselves, to claim their power, to own their intuition. Like I feel like our society and our culture really pushes the white lab coat of doctors. Like what they say is truth mm-hmm. or what your healer says is truth. You go to energy work, what they tell you is truth. And I feel like that can be helpful to a degree, but it comes down to it, comes to a point where it's like, when can we trust ourselves enough to tune in, to gather some tools and to approach some discomfort and maybe moments where we feel out of balance with ease and with grace before we immediately reach externally. 
Mm -hmm. So the time is really like, we'll find silence, meditation, there's workshops on, I'm going to talk about like people leading and guiding their own moon ceremonies, Ayurvedic medicine, herbal medicine, we'll make certain ceremonial candles and herbal, my favorite herbal mixtures, teas, there'll be guided journeys, things like that. That's super cool. How is Um, that online process going to go since it's not going to be as hands-on? Like if we were to register or if our listeners were to register, what can they expect from the three days? So there's an online platform that I have purchased, which is called Podia. So when people sign up, they immediately have access to, they can see the schedule. They get a welcome letter from me. They get a supply list to prepare if they want to. They don't have to buy everything because the information is active for 14 days after the retreat. So if someone wants to take it at their own pace, they can. If someone wants to do it all at once with all the supplies, they can. And all of the live recordings are through Zoom, but all the Zoom links are on that online platform. So it will be like day one, first time, day day one, second time. So you just kind of click and they get automated emails 10 minutes before each session. So it's pretty easy to access. And some of the sessions are digital downloads. Like we'll be doing herbal baths for certain things, like my favorite grounding herbal bath and my favorite bath for the heart chakra. We're not doing those live, you know, like those, yeah. are, those <laughs> are digital downloads. So yeah. everything <laughs> in one place for easy access. That's super cool. And that'll be interesting. I'm sure it'll be a little bit of a different experience, obviously with the whole COVID situation, but I think it's super cool. Where can we, where can people go to register? You said Podium? It's no, they don't go to Podia. They can go to my website. It's kellyrichintuitive.com. Podia is the the platform that you'll just be automated, uh, like automatically signed up into. Okay. So, so people, okay. So people want to find you there. They can go to that, your website. Let's say someone wants to schedule um, a session with you that can be found on your website as well. Yes, exactly. Awesome. And everything is scheduled that way. That's awesome. I may have to do that myself. (laughs) Anything else that you want to share with us before we let you go? No, I'm grateful for this experience and for you bringing light and heart and soul to my work. Absolutely. We, we loved having you. We'd love to have you again um, in the future sometime. Thank you so much. You've been great. Um, all your answers were, they were so great. And Luna loves the sound of your voice because she normally doesn't sit this close to me. It's like, she's very in tune. Oh, <laughs> well, you, she does have, you have a very relaxing yes. voice. It's very nice. I could, it's I like, could definitely see someone listening to you and just like drifting away. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kelly, you have a great rest of your day. We so appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.